Welcome to the world of Rex. This is Marvel Rex here. I'm going to be talking about the weekly energy vibes for the week of March 6th, 2023 to March 12th. March 6th to March 12th. We are in the Ides of March. I said that last week, but we are in March. This is one of the biggest weeks of astrology that we've got. So pay attention. Let's pay attention to this moment. As above, so below, when we have big moves in the sky, then we have huge moves manifesting on Earth in our personal lives and collectively. As I just said to one of my Virgo clients before I hopped on to record this, this is a moment to be a detective in your own life. So when we have huge planetary shifts, especially from outer planets, which are planets that are far away from the sun, i.e. Saturn, i.e. Pluto, when outer planets make big moves, which they don't do that often because they move slowly, we must pay attention. So this week, we have the Virgo full moon. We're going to be talking a lot about it. But almost to the minute of this Virgo full moon, Saturn, the planet of Lord, uh, the, sorry, the Lord of Karma, the planet of restrictions, limitations, uh, profound alchemical growth through hard lessons learned, uh, karmic initiation, karmic uh, disbandment or karmic containment, that planet, big daddy Saturn, moves into Pisces at the same exact time as this full moon in Virgo, almost to the minute, which in astrology is a big goddamn deal. Okay? So this is a week to pay attention. It is going to be March 7th. So mark your calendars. Just make a note like March 7th is a big energetic portal. There is not only a full moon, which is an illumination of something that needs to be known, right? Full moons are like this just big uh, subconscious flashlight. Like look at your psyche. Look at what's going on underneath everything. Um, you know, what is the emotional tone that needs to be revealed, right? Virgo. We're going to talk about what that means, what a full moon in Virgo means, because it's through the lens of Virgo. Every full moon is different, right? And then as the sub subconscious flashlight is being shown upon our lives, Saturn moves into the watery, mystical, numinous, godlike waters of Pisces. He has not been in Pisces for 28 years. So for folks who are younger than 28, you know, never experienced this. For those who are older than 28 years old, this is, you want to look back 28 years, you know, subtract it from your age, figure it out. A lot of folks, you know, were children. Some folks have, you know, were in their 20s, etc. Think about what was going on in your life 28 years ago, because now Saturn is going to revisit that territory and bring up some resonant experiences. If your Saturn is in Pisces, you are having your Saturn return. So I wish I had my little clap sound effect, but like, welcome. Welcome to becoming a real solid person. This is what a Saturn return does, is it initiates you into an individuated state. But wow, this is a huge week, y'all. March is a profoundly important month for multiple reasons, but this is a really juicy entrance from Saturn on a full moon in Virgo. I find it like... I study this so much. I study every week so much. And it's very interesting and rare to have a planetary ingress happen almost to the minute of a full moon. It makes you watch. As an astrologer, we see a lot. We're like always looking. We're always, oh, ooh, that's juicy. That's mm, whatever. This is really, really extra juicy. This is juice world. Okay. 
Big deal. Big deal to have a full moon illuminating Saturn's entrance into Pisces. It's kind of like full Luna. You know, she's feeling herself. She's full and feeling herself. It's like she's like welcoming in Saturn to Pisces. She's like, come on, baby. I'm going to shine a light on what the next three years is going to be. That's a Saturn transit. So being a detective in your life this week, especially at the top of the week, like whatever's happening to you, 6th, 7th, 8th, pay attention. What phone calls you make, what trips you make, uh, what information is coming your way. Virgo is an information sign. It is a sign that collects data and makes lists. What is going on? If you have sensitive placements in Virgo or Pisces, this is a huge full moon for you, especially Virgo. Well, well, actually both because Saturn enters Pisces. So Virgos and Pisces, both pay attention to your life. What is going down right now? If you don't know where these fall in your chart, get a reading with me. That's one of the best things you can do. I mean, March is such a dynamic month and I want everyone to feel prepared for how psychedelically different these outer planetary shifts are going to make our the fabric of our reality feel. It really is a complete and utter tone shift from the last five and a half years of Saturn, basically just in the COVID signature. So uh, I know that COVID technically started three years ago, but we've had Saturn in these uh, Saturn-ruled signs of Capricorn and Aquarius for a long time now. It's been years of like Saturnian heaviness, isolation, you know, uh, what's it called? Social distancing. That's all that. And then on March 7th, on this full moon in Virgo, we have a new, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. Now, there are nuances to that. It's not just like, ooh, we're done. Everything's easy. Pisces is an extremely complicated sign. And there is so much. It's the Mary Poppins bag of tricks. There is so much happening with Pisces at any given moment. They really are, like I said last week, they are the sign that contains multitudes. They have multiple personalities. They have multiple, you know, dreams and desires. They have so many facets. And when Saturn enters this sign... All of us, whether you're a Pisces or not, you have Pisces somewhere in your chart. All of us are going to have to contend with the multitude, with things that we don't see or understand or are not clear cut. Saturn's going to draw our attention profoundly to this space, and it's going to feel really different than the last five years. It's the reason being is that Saturn is going to start responding to the planet of Jupiter on March 7th. What does this mean in English? It means that our relationship to boundaries and structures in our life are going to take on a more expansive quality, a.k.a. we're coming out of a pandemic, right? It's super literal. And this is the true marker of leaving the pandemic is this full moon slash Saturn moving into Pisces. Later in the month, we have Aquarius moving into uh, Pluto moving into Aquarius. So that's going to be an even deeper tone shift if our lives are a symphony, then March basically shifts the entire tone. We have different, we're switching chords. Like we're going from like a A sharp to, you know, we're going into a minor chord or rather actually, I'll say it the other way around. We're probably going from a minor chord with all that Saturn in, Sa in Saturn ruled signs. Wah, wah, minor chord, sad, melancholy. We're moving from that melancholia all the way into probably like a, you know, a sharp, a chord with, you know, we've got some like brightness we're playing like you know uh very happy 
fun, tinkling music. Even with Saturn being a lord of the lord of karma, a heavy planet, we're entering into a different, more expansive tone. Okay, so the orchestra is going to start to be like, yes, we're going to play the like really fun part portions. We're not doing a fugue. We're not going to play like a really sad, somber music. We're moving into a happier tone because Jupiter is generally an expansive, enlightened, like really just like wants to have a good time at the end of the day, wants to feel like there's an adventure to be had. So Saturn's going to start following Jupiter for the next three years, which is good news. It also means big changes, big changes. Saturn in the COVID signature was like the same thing over and over and over again, over and over and over again. And it was just like limitation, limitation, limitation. Oh, you feel freedom, limitation. And Saturn was very strong. And what does it mean when Saturn's very strong in two signs? It's that he gets his way. So limitation is the is the name of the game, right? Constant feeling of contraction. Now that Saturn is responding to Jupiter starting March 7th all the way until, you know, right around 2026, we then now have a Saturn that's like, oh, I want to create limitations, but I have to do it in a way that's expansive and like freeing, (laughs) which is amazing. It sounds paradoxical, but it's like, how do I create limits in my life that allow me to feel a million times more expanded and free? This is hitting me really hard personally. I am a Pisces. I have really strong Pisces placements. And I'm starting to recognize places in my life where I need to have a container so that I can actually thrive. That is exactly the Saturn and Pisces transit. Here's some containment, and I'm literally thriving and how free this makes me feel because I set a limit. I set a structure wherein I did not have a structure before. And yes, it you know, with all this Chiron activation right now, because Chiron is super active in the sky, Chiron is our wound, by the way, so it's wounded. With all this Chiron activation, there's painful realizations about where you need to create limits in your life or create structure. And then, boom, March 7th, it's all all that structure and limitation through the painful realization is going to lead to incredible freedom and expansiveness. And, you know, I was just telling my client this, Saturn in Pisces is a trust in God. And if you don't believe in God, like just source, universe, like you know, the larger fabric of our reality, realizing like the matrix is real and we're like little meat flesh sacks and our egos think we're in control. Saturn and Pisces is like, let go and let God, like I said last week. So we're learning how to create little structures for our egos, for our bodies. Pisces and Virgo both rule mental and physical health. So any mental health issues, any physical health issues, they need to be addressed in a very like loving, compassionate and logical way so that On March 7th, when we have this beautiful move into Pisces from Saturn, you're ready to gracefully free yourself through some nice containers around your physical and mental health. This is a great time to practice sobriety or being really mindful. These two signs, Pisces and Virgo, have to do with ingestion. So what are you ingesting? Being really mindful about what you are ingesting. The food, the psychedelics, the drugs, the the caffeine, the alcohol the um, the news sources, anything like what am I ingesting and how is it affecting my my psychosomatic, you know, nature, my nervous system? Really, you know, such an incredible emphasis on the nervous system with these two signs. So Saturn being in Pisces for three years, pay attention to your nervous system. Pay attention to what makes you feel calm. 
pay attention to what you maybe need to shift in your workout regimen, diet, uh, mental health practice, yoga practice, meditation practice. These are going to be profoundly highlighted in 2023, but then even more so in 2025, 2026, 2027, when the nodes of fate move into Pisces and Virgo. So lots, I'm just saying, overall, lots of emphasis on your mental and physical health starting March 7th. A Virgo full moon is a lunation and a revealing of the subconscious in the sign Virgo that rules physical health, well-being, and being of service to others. So a lot of nurses and doctors have strong Virgo placements. It's an act of service around bettering someone's health, bettering your own health. So pay a lot of attention to how you're addressing health, any kind of health-related matter at the top of the week. So it's really important. Like, is your job contributing to a regulated nervous system? Is your job not? How do you make routine shifts, shifts in your routine, to create a more balanced system? The reason I'm emphasizing this so much is that Saturn is going to demand that we do it. There are two planets, Saturn and Pluto, that demand that we do things. And we have, in astrology, people kind of give them a bad rap for that reason. People are like, ugh, Saturn, ugh, Pluto, like so dangerous, so intense. They are highly medicinal because they reorient you. And so March 7th is a portal through this full moon into which we are reorienting our relationship primarily through Pisces things, mental health, spirituality and God, what you believe in, faith, optimism, hope, creating a container around things that are um, limiting. So it sounds weird, but like, you know, a great example is like, okay, I have a physical health issue that I've been ignoring. If I create a routine or a container around it, Oh my gosh. Or like I get surgery. Let's say you get, you know, my, my dad just got knee surgery. You get knee surgery and all of a sudden you can walk again, right? That's the Saturn and Pisces. You go through the painful experience or the limit, the limiting experience to then have freedom on the other side, you know, um, finding a type of therapy that helps work, you know, transform your trauma so that you can feel more free on the other side. These are all so much a part of the three year journey of Saturn in Pisces. I would highly recommend that starting March 7th onward, we all start to take a look at our relationship to our spiritual practice. How do you feel close to source? How do you feel close to, you know, a flow state? Where do you feel aligned? What are the things that you like to do that make you feel like, you know, time disappears and you're just like in joy, in flow, again, flow state? Really leaning into that. And with uh, with Pluto in Aquarius on March 23rd, there has to be some connection to community, right? So really developing a, a sense of deep spiritual connection, working on that over the next three years while still being the mit mitigating the Pisces desire to isolate. So really trying to find ways to integrate into a community with Pluto and Aquarius. So where do you feel states of flow with other people? Is it at, you know, a religious institution? Is it at, is it through your creative projects or creative, you know, hobbies? Is it through sports? Like, where do you feel a sense of flow state where you feel free and like, you know, expanded and hopeful and optimistic while being in community with others. So this is a big emphasis here. It's kind of a slow burn and 2023 is a transition year. So I want to be really clear that you might not have all this figured out in 2023, but you should be applying your consciousness toward it. 
that's the important thing is like, how do I develop my spirituality? How do I move away from nihilism in any form? Because Saturn and Pisces is like, no, no nihilism. Absolutely not. Um, don't no no uh, atheism or nihilism. Like that's not how this works. Saturn and Pisces is like build a container that makes you feel close to a higher vibration, a higher purpose for being here. Like it's not just like we have all we have it all figured out. In fact, it's rather the opposite. There's so much that we cannot and do not understand, and there's freedom in accepting that, and there's freedom in even honoring that. Right, Saturn and Pisces, beautiful. I really love this full moon in Virgo. The moon in Virgo can be a little bit in your head. So I want to just warn, I'm going to give the kind of harder parts first and then the easier parts, the, the good juicy parts that I see. The more challenging parts of this full moon, 6th, 7th, and 8th, even, you know, it really is going to uh, tone the entire week. So I'm going to just really read the full moon and Saturn's ingress. Those are the two things that are happening this week. So that's all you need to know. The whole week is really toned by this. You can be in your head in Virgo. Virgo is ruled by Mercury, and it can be extremely OCD. It is definitely the sign that rules OCD, like the actual condition. Um, it can be hyper uh, attuned to detail in a way where you get lost in the detail. You get bogged down by the devil in the details. So there's a way where you can be overly um, analytical in during this full moon, during this week. I would recommend with Saturn's ingress, whenever a planet is moving into a new sign, you don't want to make snap dash decisions. You don't want to be like, oh, I boom, like it could really feel like you want to do that. But I would wait until perhaps the moon is in a balsamic phase where the moon is just really coming down. And that would be next week, not this week. But I want you to be a PI or a detective in your life and take some serious notes. Like what's coming up for you? Like to, this is a great week to journal, to to do a dream journal too, because Pisces rules dreams. Dream journal, uh, regular journal, just like take notes in your life and then start to implement as we get farther into March, especially Aries season. Like I said last week, we are so deep in Pisces right now. This is a, a month until March 20th to grieve. Grieve, let go, purge, cry, uh, let yourself feel your feelings. It's not the week to be like, Oh, full moon in Virgo, I see all the things that are wrong in my life because I nitpicked everything and now I'm going to make a huge decision on the ninth. And it's like, <laughs> slow down, you know, slow down. This is a really heavy download. Like astrologically, this is what I mean. Like you don't see this very often where there's a full moon illuminating the exact ingress of an outer planet. What that is, is that's a flashlight on Saturn saying, pay the hell attention to this ingress. And it's not a decision-making time. It's a witnessing time. What's happening in my life right now? You know, audit it. Like, that's a great Virgo thing to do. Audit the living hell out of your life. Like, write everything down. Like, what are the lists of things that are working, not working? Like, who are the relationships? What are What's going on in those relationships? What feels good? What feels really hard? It's not the decision time. It's the illumination time. And the real kickstart decision-making time is March 23rd onward. Aries season is going to light a fire under everybody's ass, but we're not there yet. Okay, so you can be in your head on this Virgo full moon. Don't make any decisions, especially when you're in mental overwhelm. That's the key advice right there. Just write it all out. Write it all out. Maybe record it. Don't send the recording. Don't, you know, don't mail the letter, okay? Do not, do not uh, stop at go. Do not collect 200, whatever. Just don't do the monopoly thing. You know, you do not collect anything right now. 
we're just taking in this download. It's a big download. The more conscious and the more slowed down you are, the more you're going to receive the the godlike message of Saturn, Saturn entering Pisces. This is a very spiritual time for the next three years, profoundly. Saturn in the literal Pisces is the most religious and spiritual sign of the zodiac. Saturn there is like, yo, we're gonna have some limitations, and it's gonna be coming through major psychic downloads. It's gonna come through major spiritual work and trusting things that make absolutely no logical sense which is very disturbing to Virgo. That's why Virgo and Pisces are opposite signs. Virgo's like, where's the logic? Where's the list? Why can't I see it? Why can't I dissect it? Wow. So there can be a desire to want to control during this full moon and want to control the feeling, the psychedelic feeling of Saturn moving into Pisces. Just let it wash over you. Don't make any big decisions. Just take notes. The positive thing that I really love, this... Uh, this full moon creates a beautiful sextile to Uranus and Taurus. So we have a nice supportive Taurus element here. We want <laughs> we want some Taurus right now. We do. We want some Taurus right now. This is a very helpful moment to have Taurus involved in this full moon. Because Taurus, basic, Taurus loves Pisces. Taurus, I think Tauruses in general, they really deeply appreciate Pisces because they are one of the few signs that can hold down the insane multiplicity of a Pisces. So Taurus is like, cool, no worries. That doesn't really bother me. Like, you got a lot going on. Great. I'm still doing my thing over here. I'm beep booping because I'm a Taurus. I just beep boop around. I just do my thing. So Taurus is here helping. Uranus is a chaos agent, so it's a little complicated. But Uranus, the chaos agent in Taurus, in the grounded sign of Taurus, is offering support to the full moon in Virgo and the sun in Pisces. So Uranus in a supportive position, which is a sextile and a trine, when Uranus is there at this ingress, the Taurus part of us, which is sustainable, what's sustainable, what's long term, what's going to help make our life feel good, where's the income coming from, uh, do I have self-esteem, it's all supportive. So Uranus is asking for changes, that's what he does, he's a chaos agent, so he's asking for changes in the sign that wants stability for long term. So if you are, if there is new information coming in or if there are changes being made or new talks happening, new information, it should be for long-term sustainable growth. That's what it should be for. It should be for a feeling of grounding into the earth and finding more of, of your footing. It is not throwing babies out with bathwater. It is not burning your life down, all of the, you know, airy stuff. It is Taurus, which is like, what is going to get us through the winter? Like what, how do we have the biggest, like most abundant spring and fall, you know, fall harvest by planting in the spring? Like how do we live our lives in a way that is like, you know, generally calm? That's what Taurus wants. Even though Uranus is chaos, Taurus wants a long-term change that allows for sustainability in wherever Taurus falls in your chart. You can get a reading with me to find out. But overall, there could be some big – whenever Uranus is involved in a, in a full moon, you bet your socks that there's changes happening. So we're all going to experience changes. Again, if you don't know where these planets are falling in your chart, get a reading with me and I can break down the full moon for you in a very concise way. But regardless, there will be changes that will need to be made this week coming up. Again, try to take it slow. Try to take notes. You might be making the changes in the following two weeks, which is what I recommend. Um, but if you have to make changes the 6th, 7th, and 8th, 
Okay, that's when that's happening. Uranus is supporting it for the long-term sustainable approach, right? So think about changes that are really grounded in reality. That's the that's the Taurus phrase. Choices that are grounded, changes and choices that are grounded in reality. So that's really good. It it adds some more earth to this full moon. So even though this full moon is going to be probably, you know, it's coming with some painful realizations. It's coming with, wow, Saturn's moving into Pisces. We're going to have to really dive into trusting God or trusting spirit or source over the next three years. We're going to have to learn how to really, you know, heal our body, heal our mental health. All that's coming in big time for the next three years for everybody. And Taurus is there saying like, here's the, here's the anchor. There's an anchor here. And the anchor is going to involve change and and the change has to be towards freedom. And I've been talking a lot about this in the 2023 year ahead. This is a huge year to be working towards personal autonomy and individuation through communicating with others and negotiating with others, right? So this isn't in the 2023 year ahead I talked about the uh, hexagram of the marrying maiden which is the I Ching that I pulled for the year ahead. You can listen to that episode. It's a few episodes back. It's the 2023 year ahead. I will. I was talking a lot about how everyone's going to start waking up in terms of who they really are. And there's going to be some really big truths as to how people have been in codependent enmeshments, how people have been giving their energy away to other people, how they've been like living other people's lives for them. We're going to all start coming out of the closet of who we are. That's what the North Node in Aries is going to do starting in April, like big time. People are going to be like, oh, this is who I am. Oh, my gosh. And all of their relationships will change in domino effect. So we're learning how to be ourselves while practicing healthy negotiation and concise and explicit communication around the new versions of us that are emerging and our new needs or our uncovered desires for the self. This is a nuanced thing. This full moon is really kind of a, a nice touchstone before all the Aries energy because this full moon says, is your body healthy? Is your mind healthy? Because we're about to have a lot of changes. And if your mind and your body are not healthy before this uh, huge ingress um, in in April of all the Aries energy, then you got to, this is it. This is, this is a, a, a pocket. This is a moment to really at least set up a new routine that will allow you to move towards health, health of mind, health of body, as well as really health of spirit. That's kind of the lot. That's the most important thing is like, do you trust in some sort of larger understanding of what's happening here beyond your ego being like, I call the shots. I, I got everything figured out, but there's chaos in my life and I don't know why. And I'm upset. We have to get out of that movie, the telenovela, and we have to realize with Saturn and Pisces, there's a lot of downloads around really letting go and letting God and trusting in something higher than you and also creating ritual around that trust. That's why religion even exists is people are like literally trying to like hold on to the anchor of something being numinous or un or incomprehensible, but creating ritual around the incomprehensibility of something with other people so that you're like, okay, none of this makes sense and we're doing this together in a way that calms our nervous system because it doesn't make sense, but there has to be a higher purpose. We can't know what that higher purpose is, but we can at least develop faith in the, in the fact that there is a reason for all of this, right? The matrix is real. The matrix exists. We don't understand it, but we are also we also are God. We also are avatars of God or source or spirit. 
That is Saturn Pisces. I guarantee that religion, spirituality, it's going to have a huge boom over the next three years. People are going to be really hungry for God or anything like God. That's 100% guaranteed. You have a lot more power under your belt when you let go of ego control. And that's going to be the reality check of Saturn and Pisces. I hope this was really helpful. Take it slow. Be a PI in your own life, a private investigator. Figure out what's going on. It's really important to pay attention to what is happening in your life the 6th, 7th, and 8th because it's setting up a little bit of breadcrumbs for the next three years of Saturn and Pisces. The full moon is illuminating it immensely. So who are you talking to? What negotiations are you having? What career stuff's going on? What relationship stuff is coming up? You are working that out and solving it and karmically healing it. Pisces is the sign of healing. Saturn is karma. We are karmically healing whatever's coming up this week for the next two and a half to three years. So pay attention. That's what this podcast is about is just like applying consciousness to the weekly energy, the weekly weather. If you want to get a reading with me, the link is in the show notes. I appreciate your support so much. It helps support the channel. It helps support the Pisces. You know what I'm saying. I'm over here. Uh, <laughs> you know, helps me keep going and spreading some of the word. And uh, yeah, there's going to be some really exciting stuff coming up on the World of Rex. Stay tuned. We're coming out weekly as always. I love each and every one of you. You know where to reach me. And until then, I'll see you next week on the World of Rex. <laughs>